Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It is great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as always, we got a lot of ground to cover in the fastest 60 minutes of radio. In fact, today we're going to do that one better. We're going to do our 60 minutes in 45. Uh, coming up at 11.45, we'll cover the governor's coronavirus task force uh, press conference uh, coming up. So we'll uh, stay tuned for that as uh, we get to 11.45 today. Uh, also, a host of other uh, great things coming up on KSL today. Uh, you want to make sure that you uh, listen at 1 p.m. Uh, Amanda Dixon will be focused on uh, Suicide Prevention Day and uh, some great opportunities there that we'll uh, highlight as we go through the program today. It's such a, a vital topic, uh, one that we don't talk about nearly enough and uh, one I want to make sure we get to today. So we're going to do all of that, as I mentioned, in our fastest 60 minutes. We'll do it in 45 today. And uh, we're going to do what we always do on this program. We're going to try to slow things down for you just a little bit. We're going to help you divide the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, and connect the dots so you can make the news make sense. And right now, I'm uh, actually watching on the floor of the United States Senate. They're taking a uh, procedural vote right now uh, to uh, limit debate on the what's being called the skinny bill, the uh, $1 trillion. Pretty bad when $1 trillion equals skinny uh, I wish I could figure that out for my uh, when I step on the scale in the morning. Uh, if a trillion is a skinny bill, uh, I'd hate to see what a big fat bill looks like. Uh, but right now they're in the process of doing that. Uh, they need to get to 60. doesn't look like that's going to happen. Uh, so that uh, will probably bring that to an end. Uh, but we'll continue to monitor that as we go through the day. And And to me, that's really the essence of a lot of what's going on out there that uh, just does not make sense and is not helpful uh, and that is, uh, first, you, you've you got this uh, House version, which is $3 trillion. You have the Senate version uh, of some stimulus relief, COVID relief, and it's uh, $1 trillion. Uh, that is all real money, folks, and that doesn't grow on trees. And so we have to look at, one, how are we paying for it? <clears throat> Excuse me. And then how, uh, how in the world do we move it forward? What does it really mean? And so the argument becomes... Uh, these false choices. Remember that the fake fights and false choices of Washington are a big part of the problem. And they're a big part of why we think we're so divided as a nation. Uh, and so I want you to just listen for a second 
to both Chuck Schumer, leader uh, in the Senate, a minority leader, and then we'll also get to Mitch McConnell, who uh, leads the Republicans in the Senate, the majority leader. And they're both coming from very different places on the map, and neither one is giving any inch in terms of the politics of it as opposed to the policies of it. So let's start with Chuck Schumer. He's, here's what he had to say. The bottom line is very simple. There are only really two choices. Choice one, negotiate for them. There are only two choices for them. Negotiate in, with Democrats and meet us in the middle. Don't say it's your way or no way. And if we do that, we can accomplish a whole lot of things. The other choice is for them to do executive orders, which by their own admission, they said it to us repeatedly, is not close to as good. All right, so that's Chuck Schumer. And uh, here's the big cautionary tale. I don't care if it's a Republican or a Democrat that says it, but when they say there are only two choices... Uh, your spidey sense should go off, red flags should go up, warning signs should be all around uh, because you're about to hear something purely political. There are not only two choices. There are many choices. And so when they present the false choice, and Republicans are equally guilty of this all the time, uh, you present the false choice. It's either this or that. You are either going to help the American people or uh, you're an evil, awful, horrible person. You're either going to... Let everybody into the country or you hate everyone and you're going to build a wall. Those are all these false choices. Uh, so anytime you hear a politician say there are only two choices, the rest of what they say is not significant because it's all political. There are, are always more than two choices. Uh, it's supposed to be the greatest deliberative body on the planet. Uh, it's failed in living up to that. Uh, more so in the last decade than I think at any time in its history of the Senate. Uh, they're not being a great deliberative body. Uh, they can't even to decide to deliberate. Right now they're having a vote, and they can't even decide that we're going to deliberate about this and that we're going to have an amendment process on the floor of the Senate. Uh, they, they can't get to that. Uh, Mitch McConnell, of course, had to weigh in after uh, the minority leader, Chuck Schumer, uh, said what he had to say. Here's what Mitch, Con Mitch McConnell said. It's pretty obvious the coronavirus doesn't care about the American election. And what we've tried to do with the proposal we'll vote on tomorrow is to target things that there should be broad bipartisan agreement on. You know, broad bipartisan agreement. Kids in school, jobs, health care. Ask them what they disagree with in the proposal we're going to vote on tomorrow. Ask each of the Democrats what in the proposal we're going to vote on tomorrow do you disagree with. Ask him. Okay, so that's, uh, again, I don't always agree with Mitch McConnell, but he is right. What do you disagree with in this particular bill? Uh, I am all for skinny bills because it forces you to actually get to the essence of what the bill should be about. Uh, and so you cannot say that, well, you either want to spend $3 trillion or you don't care about the American people. You either have to spend $4 trillion or you don't care about small business owners. Uh, that's just not reality. That is a false choice uh, of a very high magnitude. Uh, and so the other interesting thing from a positioning standpoint, again, all politics on this, uh, Chuck Schumer says, hey, this is really easy. We put a proposal that only had Democratic votes in the House at $3 trillion. Uh, The Republicans are going to have their skinny bill in the Senate that will only get uh, Republican votes in the Senate at $1 trillion. So 
the compromise the compromise is to go to two trillion and pass that uh, we should always remember I know I'm not good at math but I can tell you that not every trillion dollars is equal <laughs> not all trillion dollars are created equal uh, there are trillions of dollars that get thrown into bills uh, that have nothing to do with the bill uh, we know from the last round of stimulus that was about four trillion by the way uh, that had all kinds of things in it that had nothing to do with coronavirus had nothing to do with helping American workers had nothing they were all just pork projects uh, for special interests that got shoved into the bill and so we have to expect better we have to expect more. And I know the politicians will rush to the microphones as soon as these votes are taken, throw up their hands and say, this is just hard. It's really difficult. The other side is evil. Uh, don't buy it. Don't buy it. Uh, we, the people, have to expect more. Uh, we have to expect more. We deserve more. And we should clearly expect better. And uh, so we're going to figure out what that better looks like and how we can actually get to better uh, because to me, that's the the real bottom line. All right. Well, as I said, not uh, not all trillion dollars are created equal. But what is equal? The value of human life. It is Suicide Prevention Day, and uh, we're going to talk about that more. We're going to have Jenny Howe, my conversation from yesterday, Kevin Gass talking about hope, and much, much more. There is a reason to hope. We're going to tell you why next. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 